0: Hello and welcome to Backchat, your podcast all about scoliosis, yoga and back care. My name is Christine Berry. I'm a yoga teacher, creator of the yoga Berry Yoga for Scoliosis community and YouTube channel and this show is all about supporting you on your scoliosis journey. So if you're looking for practical advice and inspiration on how to manage the condition with yoga and movement, then you're in the right place. Hello, everyone, and welcome to back chat. Welcome to Yoga Berry, your yoga for scoliosis community. My name is Christine Jaregi Berry. For those of you who don't know me yet, and this channel is all about scoliosis. Um, I teach yoga myself, some of my guests talk about slightly different things as well. And um, you will you will see in a moment when I bring on my guest as well, she's going to bring us a little bit of a different Perspective, um, which I'm really excited about. But before we kind of, we, before we go into the interview um, with Hope Dawson, um, just to let you know, and um, this is really exciting, I have just—some well, of you might know this already because you follow me on Instagram—I um, have just hit 20,000 YouTube subscribers. So I am really over the moon about this, and, and it's quite amazing um four years ago i just basically started recording my own practice and my own yoga for scoliosis practice so i would have never imagined um the response that i got and that all you guys are are liking this they're liking my practice videos and all the encouragement i got from you guys to keep going as well so thank you so much everyone and because i'm celebrating and because it happens to be Black Friday very soon as well I am offering a very special sale and I'm offering my shine membership which is usually 49 pounds per month I'm offering that for 10 pounds only for your first month so that's an amazing deal you get all the classes for free Um, we've got a weekly live practice you've got some fabulous guest trainings and webinars, Dr. Fishman, um, Meredith Weiss, um, people like that who are teaching us their methods. Um, So do check that out. We've got a full library of curve specific practice videos, um, spinal fusion, non-fusion, everyone is welcome. So have a look in the description below where you will find the link. So it's 10 pounds only for your first month. You can cancel any time um no hard feelings if you do but i'm sure you will actually stay on and you will you will love it um but that's my little uh, information thing for you for today but let me bring on our guest for today so we've got hope from build and breathe scoliosis and um we have had emily from build and breathe before on the show and she was talking, she's a Pilates teacher, so she was talking specifically about Pilates. So Dawson is going to be talking um about her classes today. So let me bring her on. There she is. Hi
1: everybody. Hello. Hi.
0: Thank you so much for making the time to to talk to me today.
1: And congratulations Christine. That's amazing. Uh thank you for all these followers. Well done. (laughs) It's nice isn't it to have such a following and a and um, kind of inspiration for others. So, awesome.
0: yes, yes, and it it's definitely, um, especially in the last year, it kind of grew, you know, double doubled in size really, and um, it's quite amazing to to see all this community coming together as well, and 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 having more people talk about scoliosis on social media, um, just raising awareness because I yeah. I do think it's it's really important. And there's so many people who are, you know, maybe not as lucky as 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 we are. You know, we 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 have quite a lot of resources available. Of of course, I don't know where you are. Sorry, are you in London or?
1: i Cumbria, so I'm late District. Okay, yeah, um, and it's really not heard of. Really, it's it's quite um uncommon to hear anybody with scoliosis. So when we found Build and Breathe, and I'll go into that later, but when we found it, it was like, wow, this actually exists, and people know about it a little yeah. bit more than we expected. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, people from all over the world and, um, you know, living in some remote areas and just not having that access to specialists, really. And, and um, I don't know how you you found it, but even if you do go and see physiotherapists or, or, or health professionals, sometimes the awareness is not quite there or the knowledge is not quite there about the condition.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we always had to go to the city. So Manchester was our main base for um, yeah. specialists. So yeah. it was quite hard to get appointments. My sister's been waiting a while in the time that she's had this uh, this journey. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Good. So why don't we start there? Why don't we kind of start with your um what's your personal relationship with with scoliosis? What's your story?
1: Absolutely. So um, we were diagnosed, myself and my sister. So I'm a twin, identical twin sister. Um, And we've both got scoliosis, strangely. So it was 2010, we were about 18, 19, uh, sorry, 17, 18. um, And it was quite old really to find that there was such a thing going on with our bodies that we weren't aware of. So I kind of first felt there was something not quite right when I got a lot of back pain. Um, But again, you kind of don't realize other people don't have the same back pain because you don't really openly talk about it. I used to dance quite a lot and did football and I was very active. Um, I just remember a time in PEGCSE that I took at school And they had us to do kind of a a sit and reach test, it's called. So you try and sit down on your kind of bottom area and then lean forward to try and touch your toes using a box to measure. And I just couldn't get any further than what everybody was doing. it. And I was thinking, why can't I get further? And it really frustrated me. I remember thinking there's just no flexibility here. Um, And even the teacher said, I thought you were more kind of flexible than that because doing netball and dance, you have a little bit of flexibility there. So it's not as um, easy to see. So this test really kind of threw me. Um, and I went home and I remember saying to my parents, like, I just can't lean forward, I can't touch my toes. I've never been able to touch my toes, obviously. Um, I remember at playgroup, my mum used to say we couldn't do rolly polies because we'd end up going off to the other side. <laughs> so there was always little signs that it just wasn't balanced really. Um, in 2010, my sister started to get quite a lot of back pain and she started to notice her shoulder blades sticking out, um, which is obviously one of the biggest signs. Um, didn't really think there was anything strange with that because I had it too so being twins you just look at each other and think oh well you look the same as I do so (laughs) it's all okay um but Ames is my sister's pain got more and more so she went to the doctors and they kind of diagnosed straight away that she had a curvature in the spine and so 2010 onwards she was having kind of x-rays and scans and they realized that she did have quite a severe curvature so she was diagnosed before me I didn't have any awareness of this really going on Mm -hmm. um she was telling me. So she was diagnosed with a 50 plus degree curve and surgery was discussed, but I again was quite in the dark with what all this was and what scoliosis even meant. So being a twin sister, which is quite rare, they did say, Hope needs to go and get scanned as well. So I went for a check and then I was diagnosed with scoliosis quite soon after, um, a real mild curvature. So I'm just about 25, if not a little bit more degrees. So it is quite a difference. Um, and I understand people watching are there thinking, but my degrees are so much more, and why am I here talking about this? But for me, it's more what I've done to help my sister and help others, and why I'm so passionate about scoliosis and fusion now. Mm.
0: Um, and also, you know, I I always would say to that, um, the the degree of the curvature has has got no direct correlation to the to the amount of pain or to the amount of problems. Um, so I have There are lots of people, especially in, the, in this community as well, they might have a small curvature, you know, even less than 20 yeah. degrees, but actually do it causes them a lot of problems. And, um, you know, there's people who have got a large curvature and they do not have any problems. So I don't yeah. I don't think it's got anything.
1: No, um, I agree. To do with that. Yeah, That's mm-hmm. nice to hear. I feel like with ours, we're quite an S curve, so we're quite balanced, really. Um, mm-hmm. And that's maybe the reason why it was diagnosed quite late, because it was so mildly the way it looks because it's an S it does balance you out a bit more so perhaps our shoulders aren't as unbalanced as others um, but when we kind of got to the nitty-gritty of what does scoliosis actually mean and what does the surgery actually entail that was when things started to become a lot more clearer I think and I think Emily mentioned in the build and breathe interview previously I did exactly the same thing where we thought we'll just push it to the side it doesn't matter I don't really understand what this is so let's pretend it's not happening And I definitely took that view. I was completely, I'm fine. There's nothing going on with my spine. It's just my flexibility. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it's all linked. Um, But my sister had a lot more to think about and a lot more to talk about with family. And family were very supportive straight from the get-go. It was just quite a shock because it's just not a common word that you hear that often. Mm -hmm. Um, But being with Build and Breathe, which again, I'll I'll discuss when that started. But that was really a turning point for me to realise that it is heard of. It's just finding the right people to discuss it and learn about it. Um, yeah. So it's been a really positive journey, but I completely understand that my sister had a lot more of the in-depth discussion and the emotional impact that I maybe didn't have as much. Um, yeah. And that's a bit that kind of inspired me to get on and do something about it.
0: Yes, absolutely. So so she had a 55-degree um, a curvature. Yeah. Now, you are identical twins, I understand. Yeah. Um, so I think this is super interesting, right, because people, people always ask, you know well where does you know where does it come from have i maybe been doing the wrong things right have i been carrying my backpack the wrong way or you know or is there a you know is it is it genetic you know there's so many unknown factors about about this this condition but it obviously shows that you know you are you are identical twins
1: and we both absolutely you
0: both have it
1: do the backpack thing as well on one shoulder it was like put it on right wear it properly because it does all help the pain side of things mm. Causes
0: it causes scoliosis we yeah <laughs> and then but then for her it really progressed to to a surgical level yeah you were lucky it it didn't progress and you know I'm sure there's a lot of interest there and and people trying to understand why did it progress for her why didn't why didn't it for you exactly. I don't know if you did did you, did these conversations kind of come up in your family? Were there yeah, I think about Yeah,
1: when it started, everyone was, we were talking about it in the family, but it was very scary, I guess. So people were mindful of talking about it if Amy, my sister, wasn't happy to talk about it because it's quite impactful for her. But we're mm-hmm. a very open family, so it was easy to have that support. But for me, I definitely ignored it. And when Amy spoke about it, I kind of thought that's not actually happening to her and it's not real and it's just something that she likes to talk about. So I didn't fully back then, being a teenager, you're so busy with other things, you don't really understand the importance of it. So really the discussion about the difference between us kind of came up more recently when I started with Build and Breathe and what what did I do maybe that helped it that Amy didn't? But I don't think it worked like that, but it is definitely a thought that we have we've thought about that. Maybe me doing PE meant I had a stronger core and it seemed to support the muscles, which obviously mm-hmm. it does in the future. But back yeah. then it probably was, they seemed to think, the kind of hormones and things and us getting really tall. We're five foot eight, so we're both quite tall and having yeah. that growth spurt. That was kind of discussed more as well, the kind of biological and hormonal side of things. Yes. So yeah, They just absolutely. kind of have a lot of ideas, don't they, surrounding where it comes from. Mm. Um, it's easy for me not to compare But I know that in the past, my sister's had that thought of why have I got it so severely and she doesn't. But not in a a negative manner, just a thought, really. Uh, And we've Mm. talked about that. But emotionally wise, it definitely affected her. And I felt her emotions more than my own, really.
0: Yes, I can imagine. And um, so you were you were 18 um, when they were discussing kind of surgery and all of that. And what was. yeah what what was kind of the 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 decision was obviously not to have surgery yeah but was she was your family actually considering it or were you quite close or where were you with that
1: I think at the time those discussions were quite private between Ames and mum and mainly um, and dad but I think mum and Ames had the most discussion about it I remember my mum asking me once what I felt about it and I was instantly really put off by the idea because when somebody says there's rods going into your spine, you panic, don't you? And you think, gosh, how would they do that without hurting my sister? And that protective aspect came out in me really, that no, you're not having it, because but I didn't ever say that to her because it's her her point of view and her ideas to decide to do it or not, her decision. But I definitely voiced my opinion that I thought it was quite a scary thing and that we'd really have to think about it. But again, I do feel like I ignored a lot of that time. So it's hard for me to know whether I did have an impact with what I said or whether I really did voice how I was feeling. But retrospectively, I felt like it was a, this is a scary zone. I'm worried about this. Um, I remember Ames really having really big thoughts about going for it. And it was mainly to do with the future. And if Mm -hmm. she has babies and gets pregnant, the pressure on the spine and how that would impact the future. So really, she was quite mature in her viewpoint at that age to think ahead rather Mm -hmm. than this is the now. Um, I think the main reason it was decided against was purely because they did say to Ames that it wouldn't progress further from that point from what we're aware it hasn't um, and that she would be okay because we were diagnosed so late it might yeah. not get worse so if she can cope with it now she can cope with it in the future mm-hmm. um, then our view was let's get strong work our core and make sure that all the muscles are stronger around the spine to stop that from causing any more pain so she definitely yeah. had like an active viewpoint of how to help the spine in the future against the surgery but it was definitely yeah. probably quite close. She had a few meetings where it was severely discussed. Um, yeah, yeah. She doesn't regret her decision, which is great. But she's, she's happy for people that have had it and also feel happy with that decision too. Mm.
0: And and how is she doing now? How is she getting on? I absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk
1: about build and breathe when we're ready. But um, build and breathe have really—it's just resolved every kind of ache that she's had. Her spine's feeling really supported. Her core's as strong as it's been. I think the exercise for my sister, cause it took a while. We did try and go to the gym a few times. And my kind of inspiration of becoming a personal trainer was because of the gym situations that we had. And she felt quite a lot more pain than I did doing things like Russian twists, which big no, no. <laughs> so I used to do these things thinking, Oh, it's fine. We can both do these. And then she'd feel the pain from it and say to me like, Oh, it doesn't feel right for me. Why does it feel okay for you? And things like the barbell on the back, I could go in a squat position with that quite st- stable. And she just couldn't get it on her back properly it just caused a pain so really that sort of thing made us think exercise is the most important thing but it's got to be right to make a difference otherwise it's just going to cause more damage mm. and
0: that's
1: the struggle i think that was the hardest part working out how to keep yourself fit and healthy and support that spine but not damage yourself further
0: <laughs> yes yeah yeah of course and um so so she she kind of she knew then obviously that she had to 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 do something to yeah. um, to strengthen were there because it's quite an extreme isn't it so they they were suggesting surgery now she said she didn't want to go for it was there anything else that was offered
1: not really because of the age so I know in the young younger years you get offered the brakes and that sort mm-hmm. of thing and um, she did get referred to physio I think we both had physio I don't remember mine being as long but Amy had it for quite a while. And I remember us in her bedroom doing the moves together, thinking, and it was quite similar to the Pilates actually, and um, that we do now. But just doing them, thinking, oh, how strange that this is doing the knee drops and things that this is actually supporting us. And we did get a little bit lazy with that, as everybody does with physio moves. You think, oh, I'll do them for a week really well, and then oh, it'll be fine. I won't do them again. Um, yeah. And then the gym kind of kicked in, but we realised the gym wasn't always the best view. There are amazing things you can do in the gym, and I still like to go and do certain movements. But once you learn more about the exercise side, I realise that some of the gym is very prohibiting for my sister to do, Um, and myself, but definitely more my sister when we were together. So finding different ways is sometimes more useful, um, we found.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, did it ever cause you um, any problems, the the scoliosis?
1: I get quite a lot of backache, and again, when I was younger, I thought that was normal. I thought everybody got backache from standing too long. Or I used to go to quite a lot of gigs and listen to live music and standing for that long, I used to get a really achy back, and I just thought, well, surely this everybody gets this. Um, and in the car, sometimes I feel like I tilt slightly, so I get a side pain down one side. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was more the aches and just the constant probably pulling on the energy levels when you're feeling like you're in pain quite a bit. But because I didn't, I wasn't aware others weren't feeling it, it took a while for me to understand that actually I can do things to stop the aches as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Exercises really supported my achiness and pain. I did break my rib when it was, I think I was about 21, 22, and just breaking the rib and having kind of the whole holding your body funny to protect that rib that really kicked off my back quite a lot. So it was the keeping still that I actually found really unhelpful. Um, yeah. It wasn't a great injury. It was quite a sore injury. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't do a lot for I can it. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was on a zip wire, so it wasn't clever. But I feel like just being held in that position, trying to keep still for the rib, I was then holding my body wrong. So that caused yeah. a lot of achiness. And I thought, right, start moving, do it in a proper way. Um, and the physio yeah. helped that side of things as well.
0: Yes, absolutely. And that's sometimes what, what people um, maybe don't quite consider, right? If there is an injury um, or or anything like that, it can kind of add to the imbalances that you've got already.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, and, definitely. And not, not swimming really enough. helps. I do like mm-hmm. swimming. I think swimming is a real positive for people with scoliosis and fusion. Um, I don't do it as yeah. much anymore, but that's a really good way of stretching as well as strengthening without yeah. the impact.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how, how did you get involved in, um, with Build and, Build and Breathe and, yeah, what, what is it? For those for those people who are watching maybe and, and don't know um, Emily or who don't know Build and Breathe, what, what is it that you guys do?
1: Okay, so Emily began Build and Breathe. She's the owner of Build and Breathe. It was her amazing inspirational idea. Um, I think she started that during lockdown. So I hadn't been involved with it at that point. I didn't know what it was or anything like that. Um, and she's a pilates teacher qualified as you've mentioned previously so her view is using pilates to release tension strengthen the body and make sure that everybody's kind of got the right form to exercise safely and really build that strength so her view was really exercise helps a lot which i completely agree with um, she must have had the same struggles and obviously emily's had her fusion as well i yes. remember her saying she lost quite a lot with her ice skating and things because of this fusion so it was her finding something she enjoyed And then try to share that with others to help them enjoy it as well so that Mm -hmm. started i think just before lockdown or the beginning of lockdown Um, and my sister actually joined initially because she googled exercise for scoliosis because there just wasn't anything we couldn't find anything and build and breathe pops up quite quickly Um, i'm sure you do as well christine when you google it now but she saw build and breathe and thought oh this looks really interesting so she had a few conversations over instagram i think initially or email with them. Um, and Emily mentioned the private consultations for my sister at the time. We'd done a lot of kind of training in the gym and her confidence had had a little hit, I think. So mm-hmm. for her to be on screen with lots of people or in a gym with lots of people, that whole training method wasn't suiting her. Really, the confidence just needed to be a bit more built so she could feel like she could go back into a group situation. So Amy signed up to the private consultations. I think the kind of one to one situations, which Em still offers um, for people that need that little extra and yeah. quite a lot of pilates. And I kind of remember her texting me about it and meeting up and just saying, oh, I'm doing this. And I just thought, oh, great, that sounds brilliant. But I didn't really look into it that much. Um, but then Amy, uh, Amy started to feel quite a lot of benefits from it and said to me, why don't you try it, Hope? I know yours isn't as severe, but honestly, it makes a lot of difference with the aches that you might be feeling. Mm-hmm. I was just quite a lot of weights at the time and doing really full-on hip stuff. And I was struggling with back pain and I kept going to bed at night and just lying there thinking, why is my back hurting so much? I'm fitter than ever, what's going on? And it was because of the damage I was doing with the whole training method. Um, yeah. So Amy was doing building brief for a while, then she got confident and joined the Greek classes and met such a great community. And I think the community thing was what really boosted her and knowing that there were others out there that have actually had worse situations than her or better. Um, and the outcome has been really positive. So her confidence really grew. And then she started to tell me more and more about it. In the past, we didn't really talk that much about scoliosis because I was mindful of her emotions. Um, And then she started talking about it and I thought, this is quite good. She's actually confident enough to talk about it. Um, And then Emily started the scoliosis handbook, which is this book here Mm -hmm. with lots of different people. Caroline made this amazing book. And then they started a training day. So I got invited by Amy through Emily to go on this training kind of session. And I thought, oh, well, you know what? I've been trying to train my sister in the gym as best I can um, whilst trying to qualify as a PT. And I just wanted something to help her, really, because I just felt like we were training and I was causing more pain. So I carried on my personal training qualification and then decided that this training would really support training people with scoliosis and fusion. So I had a whole weekend, I think it was, of it. And it was just so emotional. And all these people were talking about their journey. I remember having a few tears because I just didn't think it was such an impact for people. Mm -hmm. And it kind of all came flooding back, the whole history of it. And actually how kind of rubbish I'd been at recognising what was going on and helping because I didn't know how to help. And then I realised actually I can do something now to help people with scoliosis infusion, including my sister. And I'm going to do it. So the handbook training carried on and I learned so much. And then I started to kind of use my sister as a guinea pig, like, oh, I wonder if we could do this together and avoid Russian twists and all that sort of stuff. And then I joined Build and Breathe and thought, let's get actual practice in here. Let's see how Emily moves her body, how Amy moves her body, how we all do it. And although we're very different, how much we can do as a team and really encourage Mm. each other and support each other. So it's a bit of an eye opener for me, really, that there's so many people dealing with this and we can do things to help yeah absolutely. absolutely
0: that's great yeah and then so as well kind of um uh talking about spinal fusion obviously as well what from so from your point of view um what are kind of the 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 things that we we need to know if we're like going to a gym or or going you know hit any type of exercises that might be a little bit more more impact i guess than yoga you know yoga is obviously quite quite gentle (laughs) but what is it that we we need to kind of keep in mind
1: absolutely there's definite benefits from doing the yoga and pilates side but also the higher impact things there are benefits there but it's really taking it steady and knowing your form my problem was i thought i knew my form but i didn't know my form from my body so i was going off the form for a what we call a normal body even though nobody's got a normal body um but a usual stance of a body whereas i had different differences that everybody has and i didn't really take that into consideration so definitely don't use too heavy a weights i was trying to push myself and using heavy weights and then causing that pain a lot more mm-hmm. definitely get your form correct so if that means you have to look at a personal trainer for a while and just have that support to get the form correct or go to a gym if you do and go and speak to the fitness instructor and say can you just show me the form here because i know i'm not getting it right or i'm just not sure how to do it really actually taking the time even google has so much ideas of what form you should do and what stance to be able to make a move effective but to also think actually my shoulder might tilt up here so if i'm using a barbell is that really the best stuck position to use and to yeah. maybe get free weights instead so you have that flexibility and that's discussed quite a lot in this book as well. But mm-hmm. just having something fixed is not the best thing for scoliosis and fusion because we're so kind of structured already in a certain way. We're not all going to be able to have a barbell on our backs and feel like that's a good stance to be in. And um, I don't think it's great for any back, really, because you need to have that flexibility. Yeah. Definitely avoiding twisting. I know Emily mentioned that in the previous chat. So any sort of kind of Russian twist where you turn and have the weight or any sort of rigorous twisting. So you can use the kind of cable and pull it round. It's just not effective for our spines because it's already slightly twisted. So it's just adding to that twist and causing imbalance. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you're doing core movements, so say if you're doing sit-ups, it's not great for the lower back, especially. So Emily, I know has spoken and shown on Instagram quite a lot of variations of how to kind of do leg raises and sit-up type movements using the yoga ball. Because otherwise the whole pressure is going on the back and you can really feel that with scoliosis and fusion. And for fusion especially, it's very kind of scary to think that you could break a rod by putting so much pressure on that back. So it's just being mindful, doing any move, but listening to your body. If something doesn't feel right, but your friend next to you is doing it really well, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means you need to think about your own body and find a way around it. And sometimes there's moves we don't do. So I don't do Russian twists anymore. And I don't do sit ups. I use the different variation of sit ups because yeah. I just think, why would I put myself in that position? It's not effective for my body. There's no point doing it. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely lots of moves that sometimes I think I can do. Burpees I love doing, but everybody hates burpees, but I really like them. But the amount of pressure it takes to jump down and then push back up, there is yeah. there are variations you can do to stop that pressure because that's one of the moves that constantly gave me back pain. And i just yeah. did them and did them and did them and thought, why is this hurting i don't know but there's different variations it's the pressure that you're putting on your back so make sure you're listening to it all the time
0: yes yeah I, and i would i would imagine um if you have a long fusion i don't know if emily has a, a long fusion i think she might yeah, do
1: because yeah i think my friend lottie who's also um kind of part of our build and breathe team she's trained to be a pilates instructor she's absolutely wonderful Hers is a little bit shorter. So she definitely looks more flexible when I'm training with Lottie, but yeah,
0: yeah,
1: I don't know for sure with Emily's, but I do know she's more restricted than Lottie who's also in our little team. Mm -hmm. It does, it changes the way you move your body. It changes the exercises you can do. It's just being mindful of your own back.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So has this kind of changed how you, um, how you teach people in a, in a, in a kind of, in a group environment?
1: Absolutely so I started my fitness instructing and personal training qualification just before lockdown unfortunately lockdown made it longer because <laughs> we couldn't get into the gyms but initially I was training um just the normal public members out on their field near me and it was really high impact and quite kind of quick paced and although I could check everyone's form and make sure everything was safe because that's my role it was a lot different to how I train now and um, so after doing the scoliosis handbook and and learning that route of how can we train safely and actually be mindful of different things that people have because obviously with scoliosis infusion there's so many different variations of it um, mm. Like me and my sister for example so training it now I'm really mindful of checking that nobody has niggles before we start so I'll always say before sessions how's everyone feeling today any niggles and I'll try and get them to talk to me privately if they feel they need to and um, to let me know if there's anything they feel maybe isn't working that day and we have such a great team that do just message me and say Oh, I've got a bit of a little nerve feeling in my back today. So I instantly recognize that person. Obviously, we've got quite a good relationship now. And I kind of variate things for them. I think that's a word, variate, (laughs) give them a variation. So I'll be doing a move that I set the whole kind of team. And then I'll recognize that that person messaged me about something that's causing issues and give them a variation without putting them on the spot. So it's very much if you have any niggles today, try this instead. And they pick and choose, and it's such a supportive environment. Nobody's there watching each other. They're all so focused on what they're doing. Mm. Um, So Build and Brief for people that don't know is virtual, so we do it online. Because everyone's from everywhere. It's really nice to have a mixture. But previously, I was in person with people. So it really has me adapting to the online environment and making sure people are really safe before we get Mm -hmm. started
0: is massively important. And 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 It is a mixture of uh, people with spinal fusion and without... Absolutely.
1: So I started in Build and Breathe, I think in June it was this year, but obviously i had been with them a little bit before that now. Um, And at first it was a separate class. So we had scoliosis, low impact hit and then a fusion class. But because of how strong everyone was getting and how comfortable they were with trying out different moves, it seemed positive to merge them. So now I just give variations throughout the class so they get a chance to try different things. And some moves I'll say, if you have a fusion, try and do it this way. So they're very good at listening to the kind of advice. And if I see anybody doing it incorrectly, I will kind of nicely say, oh, you need to try this. Because I don't want anyone's confidence being knocked. And I think that's one of our strengths, that the confidence we have as a team has just built and built and built. And it's yeah. so good seeing everyone get stronger each week. It's, it's brilliant.
0: Mm yes absolutely good any any kind of final uh, tips or anything that um you would kind of give give some advice to people who are maybe thinking about starting something starting some exercise yeah absolutely. and they have scoliosis or spinal fusion
1: yeah so looking back how i maybe would advise my sister now if i'd have known back then would be to, one, don't think yourself as indifferent. So try not to compare yourself. Everybody's got a different body. Everybody has different abilities. Comparing yourself with someone is the worst thing for your confidence. And it's so hard not to do it. I do it. Everyone does it. But to try and think, actually, I might not be able to do that, like touch my toes, but I'm really good at doing this. And to highlight the strengths that you can achieve with a a bendy spine or fusion. And I think as well to enjoy exercise. So my favourite bit of the Tuesday and Thursday sessions that I run Is everybody's really enjoying it and it's such a buzz sometimes you've had a really rubbish day and you all come on and it's just such a nice environment so for me it's enjoy exercise otherwise you're not going to stick to it Because if you don't enjoy something it's a chore and then you don't want to Mm. do it so having that kind of positivity is a really nice feel from a class to actually think yes I've actually worked out and strengthened myself but I've met friends here and the community is really supportive so try and enjoy it if you don't enjoy it look for something that you do enjoy (laughs)
0: exactly exactly that's what i always say as well i you know um i happen to love yoga but i know not everyone does right so it's it's really it's really important that you that you find something that as you say that you enjoy and a teacher that you connect with right that's that's really important as well you don't want it to be a a thing that you're like oh i have to do this because i have scoliosis i think Um, as
1: well when it comes to decisions so whether you have surgery whether you go do a class really think about how it impacts you so try not to listen to other people's views obviously listen to what the specialist has to say and what maybe your parents say but always think it's my body this is what i have to live with is it the best thing for me and and think about the future like my sister did she made a really good decision just because she was thinking more ahead with the future for her and Mm -hmm. it suited her um but no thank you so much i feel like you need to teach me some yoga christine (laughs) Uh, yes
0: yes, you should definitely you should should come and join us um It's such a, a, you know, and I'm a fan of trying out new different things as well. I, I think it's good to keep an open mind, right? And yeah, sometimes absolutely. we kind of get stuck in one thing and um, yeah. It's, know it's how to.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, it's good to, to definitely to try out um, a variety absolutely. of things, right? And, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. I think the emotional side and the mental health side is a big thing. Just talking to each other and supporting each other because that is the main thing that supports you feeling better about everything. I think without that
0: emotional support, it's just not.
1: You can't get there without it, really. And um, so that's my. No, biggest.
0: no, absolutely. And well, you know, you were you were lucky. You that you had each other as twins. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you were kind of going. Yeah, through really through,
1: close, really close. It's good
0: going through it together. <laughs> um, but some people are just, you know, are on their own, and um, you know, might not have that. That support and it it can be really really lonely also as as adults, I think you yeah. know not just when you're a teenager, but um,
1: absolutely yeah Got to support each other
0: yeah, absolutely yeah. good so um how can how can people find you how can they get in touch with you if they want to so you're at build a brief, you're kind of the you're doing the bore. Yeah. It's a <laughs> active path, it's yeah. yeah
1: so emily does classes all through the week of the pilates side and that can be quite meaty at times she does quite resistance band things and then nice stretch weeks. so really nice variation with them and then i'm very much for strengthening the muscle groups and focusing on reps and sets and things like that so for us it's the build and breathe website you can book trials so we offer a free trial so that you can actually get a taster before you throw yourself in which is always good to do and um, um, so it's build, breathe, uh, scoliosis.com, I think it is. And then on Instagram, Emily's under